0: My sermon is entitled, Giving Thanks, Even When Times Are Hard. Henry Osawa Tanner was the first black artist to acquire an international reputation in the 20th century. He remains well known today in museum and academic circles, although his name is not familiar to a more general audience. One of his most popular paintings is titled, The Thankful Poor. It is a painting which features an elderly father and his little son, as they are seated at a table to eat a meal. There is no fancy turkey with dressing. There is no cranberry sauce. There are no sweet potatoes. There is no pumpkin pie. Instead, there is only one tiny dish of food for them to share. But yet, in a spirit of limited resources, their heads are bowed in prayer to give thanks to God for what little they do have. Although they are poor, they are thankful to God. It's not always easy to give thanks when times are hard. There are times when it is hard to give thanks in the midst of life's inequities. When bad things happen to good people, it is so much easier to complain to God than to give thanks for what we do have. A magnificent passage in the Old Testament is a psalm of joy by the little-known, seldom-read prophet Habakkuk. He lived during a time of extreme adversity and probably around 600 BC, when a dying Egypt was beaten into submission by a growing Chaldea. The Battle of Carchemish saw the two nations engaged in mortal combat. Prostate Judah now exchanged masters, Chaldeans for Egyptians. Chains of bondage were now clutched by new hands. For generations, the Hebrews had suffered through invading armies. A Judean planted his field, never knowing whether or not his family would partake of the fruit of it. People existed from day to day, always fearful that a marauding band of people would burn the village, plunder, and kill. And agricultural people, the Judeans depended upon the land, crops and herbs, And when these failed, starvation came. It was a grim choice, death by the starvation or by the sword. And in the midst of this affliction, Habakkuk affirmed, though the fig tree does not blossom and no fruit is on the vines, Though the produce of the olive fails and the fields yield no food, though the flock is cut off from the fold and there is no herd in the stalls, yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I will exalt in the God of my salvation. God the Lord is my strength. He makes my feet like the feet of a deer and makes me tread upon the heights. Here is giving thanks, even when times are hard. This Old Testament prophet speaks of joy, joy regardless of the external circumstances. It is not that the people are thankful that the times are hard, but that God is with them and will see them through the toughest of times. Thanksgiving is mentioned 64 times in the Old Testament. It is a part of Israel's life and thought. Those matchless psalms like Enter His Gates with Thanksgiving and His Courts with Praise from Psalm 100, or We Give Thanks to Thee, O God, We Give Thanks from Psalm 75, and there are so many others like them. Where? Where? And when were these literary gems compiled into the hymn book of Judaism? During a period of plenty when crops flourished and good government prevailed? No. These psalms brought together usually composed during the lonely Babylonian captivity. As it says in Psalm 137, by the waters of babylon there we sat down and wept when we remembered zion yet during the exile in the strange land the hebrews still wrote poems of praise and thanksgiving that is giving thanks even when times are hard so too we need to remember the pilgrims who left England. They had planned to leave in the spring of the year, heading for a new home and hoping to land somewhere along the shore of what we now call Virginia or North Carolina. They got a late start as things happened, as we know best laid plans can often go astray. The ship in which they started across the Atlantic in 1620 sprung a leak. Feeling it was no longer safe to cross the Atlantic in that ship, they turned around and went back to England and transferred all their possessions and all their belongings to another ship, one that was called the Mayflower. It was long past May, and by now all the flowers of May were gone when they finally started out a second time. The Atlantic was stormy that summer, and the storms blew their ship north of the route that they had intended to take so that the landfall occurred in the fall of the year in Massachusetts rather than in Virginia. They had intended to arrive in time to have a full growing season before winter. They had expected to be far enough south to have a mild winter. They did not get anything that they had bargained for. They arrived in one of the harshest climates on the continent and they arrived late in the year. Therefore, it was impossible to grow any more food. So they had to find a way to try to survive a full winter on the leftover provisions that were only meant to carry them across the Atlantic. They built crude structures as best they could and they died in great numbers during the winter. They died of starvation, they died of disease, they died of cold, and then spring finally came to Massachusetts, and then summer, and soon the fall harvest appeared, and Governor William Bradford set aside a special day of thanksgiving to God. Despite these hardships and losses, these early pilgrims were able to give thanks to God for their first harvest, and for the promise of another year. Their prayer was very much like the prayer of the Israelites. Our fathers came over the great ocean and were to perish in the wilderness. But they cried unto the Lord, and he heard their voices and looked on their adversity. Let us therefore praise the Lord, because he is good and his goodness endures forever. Did you know that a great antidote to worry is gratitude. Gratitude is the opposite of fear, the opposite of self-centeredness, the opposite of bitterness. Gratitude springs from faith and faith results in joy, hope, and peace. When we are able to say thank you God for the gift of life and all the blessings of life, and then trust God for all of our lives, then and only then will we be able to relax and enjoy all that God has provided for us. That's why words attributed to the Apostle Paul from a cell in prison in Rome could say, Do not be anxious about anything. Let but in everything, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God and the peace of God which transcends all understanding will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Do we only give thanks to God when it's easy? Can we also give thanks even when times are hard? Let's face it, times have been hard for us. It was in January of last year that the CDC first reported a case of COVID-19 in the US. Since that time, there have been more than 46 million cases of COVID in our country and more than 750,000 deaths. Worldwide, there has been more than 250 million cases and more than 5 million deaths at this time. Even many of us who have survived COVID still feel hard after effects that are called long haulers. Chances are that at some time in our lives, each of us has suffered a serious setback. It may be a financial or a career setback. It may be a physical or spiritual setback. It may be a social or mental setback. Churches are not exempt from setbacks either, which can be seen by our current financial situation and our need for greater giving by those in our congregation able to do so. There are many other churches struggling to meet their budgets this year. Families are not exempt from troubles either, nor communities. Jesus never promised that we would not have troubles. And in such times, our faith in God is challenged, and we too, like Judah, need to find the strength to give thanks to God when times are hard. A pastor known for his pulpit prayers always found something to thank God for, even in troubled times. One dark, stormy day, when he had experienced some personal tragedy in his own life, his members said, Surely the pastor will have nothing to thank God for on a morning like this. But as the pastor began his prayer, he said, Lord, we know that this is a dreary morning. But Lord, let us learn from our troubles and be reminded that it has not always been like this. You have given us days of sunshine and we have enough faith to thank you ahead of time that it will not always be like this in the future. By your grace, we believe that there is a bright side somewhere and that the sun will shine again. We believe that new life is possible and you, leave, you have the future in your hand. We believe your grace has brought us safe thus far. And we believe your grace will lead us home. Amen. My friends, even in dark times, there is hope. There will be a brighter day. Or as Pastor Melissa said in her sermon last week, We do have a future. Just think. Life looked bleak when the stock market crashed in 1939, followed by the Great Depression. Times were hard in the 1940s when the world was threatened by the fascist regimes of Germany, Italy, and Japan. Times were scary in the early 1950s when children hid under their school desks during the infamous duck and cover drills, when school children would have to duck under their desk when a hall alarm went off in the midst of the Red Scare during the Cold War. Times have been scary for us with the COVID pandi- pandemic. Though the miracle of, through the miracle of medical science, there are life-saving vaccines that will now be available even for children from five years old and older. There's the prospect of putting this latest pandemic behind us if only the rich countries of the world, like us, will send vaccines to the poorest of nations. Good times and bad times will be with us. But I am reminded of a song by Andre Crouch, whose chorus goes... Through it all, through it all, I've learned to trust in Jesus. I've learned to trust in God. Through it all, through it all, I've learned to depend upon his word. Yes, it is as followers of Jesus that we experience the divine life and power of God that fills all things. It is as followers of Jesus that we're able to endure incredible hardship and overcome enormous personal obstacles. It is as followers of Jesus that we're able to share the love and grace, hope and peace and forgiveness of the Lord. It is as the followers of Jesus that we're able to step out in mission and share the gospel in both our work, in our words, and also in our deeds of generosity to others. My friends, even when trouble comes, Jesus is always with us to help us meet and overcome it. During this Thanksgiving season, let us give thanks that there is power in his purpose, joy in his justice, Glory in his grace and deliverance in his deeds. Praise be to God. Amen.